All right, all right. Yep. Geek Tastic Cipher. A weekly. Oh. Going, man. I'm chilling, dude. I'm uh, gonna turn this down. Oh, there we go. What's up, dude? Uh, I'm good. It's uh, it's another Wednesday. It's another edition of Geek Tastic Cipher here on FranklinArmstrong.com. Um, myself, Doc Holiday, with your boy Dave. Dave. What's up, Dave? No, I have to commend hey, your shirt is very good. It's a very nice shirt. I believe that's new. No, no. Funny enough, uh, I just found it in the drawer. I haven't worn it in forever. No way. Uh, very good shirt. Yeah, thanks, man. It was at the back of a drawer, uh, and I was just like, hey, yo, I haven't worn this in like a quick minute. Uh, shout out to Lee J showing some love already. What's up, dude? How's it going, sir? Um, uh, I was hoping that we would start off with Skinny's rant because I know Skinny has a rant for us. Um, the rant for us. Oh, there he is. I was gonna say. All right. I want to hear this rant because I, I thought we. I, I don't know if me and him are gonna rant about the same thing. I'm curious. Can 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 I can I rant about this stupid Michael Bay film? No, not yet, because I think yeah. Skinny wants to talk about it too. Oh uh, no! Nope. I thought okay. I didn't know it was the same rant. <laughs> I don't know. No, I don't think that's Skinny's rant. Also, I'm very excited to talk about this uh, Michael Bay movie with you because I oh, am, I, so I, annoyed. I don't see what you see in it. Like you seem genuinely upset about this, and I do not understand why. For me, it's just Honestly, like it's really this simple. Is just another movie. Anyways, I, I'm uh, gonna hold back my response okay. until we officially go with what we're gonna talk about. <laughs> But uh, well, I'll do a quick. I got a, I got a mini rant for you guys. Hold on, let's see. Skinny says he's good. You good, Skinny? Yeah. No, okay. Me. Oh, you're not coming through. Right now. Is that better? Yeah. No, I could hear it. Well, we can hear you, but now you're like mad. <laughs> like when you talk, you're. Oh, well, I'm using the Bluetooth. That's why. So oh, that could be okay. it. That's um, but yo, yeah. So real quick, I just find it funny. Uh. I'm in a I'm in a nerd group and this dude is upset. Uh he says that uh you know someone posted about the fact that uh Lashana is uh, the new 007 it's been officially announced or something. So people were like in this blurred group celebrating and then this guy comes in and he starts like you know doing the usual misogynist thing of like um you know I'm tired of them putting politics before the story. I just want a good story. And then he goes on a rant about uh, Mad Max Fury, Fury Road and just complaining about the fact that Mad Max played a secondary character in his own movie, um, to which I was just like, I don't think that's his movie. Uh, I think Mad Max is just a franchise. Uh, the same way that you know Hobbs and Shaw, Fast and Furious presents Hobbs and Shaw was Fast and Furious universe, but it presented yeah. Hobbs and Shaw. Shaw, uh, you know, I don't really see why that's an issue for some people. I'd, and I, I, you know, I would love to ask him, but hey, homeboy blocked me because after he posted the comment, I wrote, I don't think they're going to lose any sleep over you not watching their movies, bud. <laughs> and then he got mad, wrote something else uh, and then said, thank you very much at the end, which I assume was sarcastic. But I wrote anytime, buddy. And he blocked me um, and then proceeded to. <laughs> He then proceeded to message me in DMs, so he slid in my DMs like a like a skis, and then wrote "Go f yourself." Um, 
And I'm not going to see your replies, even if you do. Uh, so to Pascal St. Clair, uh, I found your website. I found where you work. Uh, I found your Instagram. I'm going to post to my IG uh, and tag you. Uh, and then I'm going to send people to the site so that they see. Because the thing that really bothered me about this, if it, you know what? At the end of the day, I wouldn't really care. But it's the fact that the guy works in television. and that's the part that bothers me because when we have these conversations about people of color and black people being at the table and then someone like that is representing us at the table but has what appears to be closed-minded ideas um and again i don't actually know if his ideas are closed-minded i would be more than happy to discuss this with him further but he blocked me because he didn't like the fact that i told him people aren't going to care that he's not going to go see their movie. And, and so I can't really, I can't discuss this with him. Uh, all I can do is base it solely on what he's written in that one instance. So only information I have about this person. And that's what I have to go off of because you, you've, in, you've limited my access to who you are as a person. Uh, and, and that's unfortunate because for all I know, Pascal, we would have been best of friends. Uh, there's so much opportunity for growth in our friendship. And I think it's really unfortunate to see this happen. I mean, I, I saw your website, I saw your art, I saw your doodles. And I, I don't know, man, for all I know, you are the best artist ever. And I, I, I think that uh, I, don't, I don't think I'm missing out as much as I just don't know uh, what you do. And uh, and I think that's unfortunate. I think it's bad. That is. I would hilarious. like to. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, I I mean I think I think it would be fun. Uh, let's see. Okay, we're gonna try and add Skinny now. Um, I went with default. Right. Is it good? It seems to be working. Yeah. So what you? Yeah, it's seem good. To You're back missed, to normal, bud. Just yeah, to know what you've missed, Skinny. Brian decided to go on a rant where he's. Openly admitted that he stalks someone just to hate on him. And I have to say, I wish Toby was here because Butcher Holiday has come out swinging this week, in my opinion. There ain't nothing wrong with that. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Rewind. Is it stalking someone if I'm in a group and I message and you message? Sorry, you I go out of no, 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 but that's fair because you're not the only one who would say that. I know other people who would say that's stalkerish approach. I'm not trying to stalk this person. I don't want to know anything about you beyond what I've seen so far. You don't seem like that interesting a person. For all I know, you are, though. I have no means of knowing that because, again, you blocked me because I said something you don't agree with. And that's well within your right. I'm not trying to tell you you don't have the right to block me. You are well within your right. You yeah, what? <laughs> I just, you're trying to tell him that he sucks. Yeah, I think it's more that, again, like I was saying, if I, I, all joking aside, at the end of the day, for me, the conversation comes down to if we're going to say that people that, that we need to have people in the room having these conversations representing us. Right. That's something that people have been saying for a minute. It's something that we should always be gearing for, that the people who work in television, media and entertainment that represent us have our best interests at, at heart. Right. I would say that's fair. The same way I posted the story about what happened. Um, on Mandalorian, which I'm going to talk about a little bit later. But in the last episode of Mandalorian, 
the, the Raiders are there. Tuscan Raiders are there. And a, a person, a deaf person was brought in to help develop the sign language for the Raiders. And the person uh, at no point did they think to do that by default. It was someone who spoke, someone who can speak, who was working on the project. Uh, who spoke ASL and said we should get a deaf person in to help us develop the sign language for the Tuscan Raiders, and I and and that it was important because the point made there was it's always our responsibility when we're in the room to look around and see who's missing, and I'll tell you right now if someone who talks like that in chats when it comes to women being in positions and starts saying that a female lead in a story like Bond or female lead in Mad Max Fury Road is also working in television and film and potentially representing us, I don't want you representing me. I think you might have a negative effect on the room. And I don't know you, but that's, again, all I've seen. So I guess we'll see. I'm going to tag him and post it on Instagram, and maybe he'll reply, and maybe he won't. Um, but I'm, I am going to add that part of... Say what? You're too nice to these people, bro. You guys yeah, are I'm not, savage. <laughs> you guys are savage. I don't know this guy, so I, I can't. I'm not going to assume that he's a horrible person. I am. I'm just going to say. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Come like that and make comments like that in an open forum about women in film or any kind of place of power in terms of the industry kind of yeah. basement dwelling virgin are you fuck out of here man we don't want to hear your opinion ever you're the reason yeah. why we're where we're at like get out of here man please yeah it was weird i i, I honestly bringing up uh, mad max free road in that moment felt like a very interesting thing because everyone was we were talking about bond and we were talking about latana becoming the new 007 which by the way was announced a year ago we've talked about this on this show a year ago, we had a conversation. I don't know if it was a year ago, but we had a conversation about the fact that she was tapped to be the new Bond, and a lot of people were freaking out, and I still don't even understand about what. Uh, I mean, again, 007 is an agent number. It's not the person. James Bond is a person. 007 is his number. I know don't some people it. like don't to do it again. Don't do it. I know you're doing no, it. But I, I'm just saying that conversation started, and that's, that's normal. And, and to see someone go, this political agenda... Defends me. It's but the thing is, it doesn't. It doesn't even make any sense as comment because, like, I mean, with the exception of the first one, even the first one, you could argue that it's more the event that's going on. Mad Max is never supposed to be the focal point. He's just supposed to be someone who solves the problem, and that's exactly what he did in the movie. Like, you know what I mean? Like, in all the, yeah. I mean, I can't say for the third one because I, have, I haven't. I don't know if I've actually seen the third one, the one, the Thunderdome one. I, I've seen the first one and the second one. The first one is legit, just everybody's mm -hmm. dealing with it, so you can't really say it's Mad Max. And the second one, it's him helping a village. I mean, it's, it, it is what it is. Like, it doesn't make any sense. Like, it, to, to say, like, you're upset that uh, he wasn't the hey, main man, I... character in, in Fury Road doesn't make any sense. So you don't have a, an I, uh, a proper but... IQ about what you're talking about. Hey, again, I'm not saying he doesn't have a proper IQ. I'm not trying well, to diss this man. Like uh, IQ, no? Oh, okay, 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 okay. Like movie yeah, IQ, I don't not know. not actual IQ. I'm not questioning the guy's intelligence. I mean, like if you don't know the yeah. franchise, don't make a comment. Yeah, exactly. I just want to be clear because I know I because I know it's real easy for people to say 
you came on here and started shitting on a dude you don't know. Uh, so I just want to make it clear. I don't know this dude again. I am just shitting on the things that this person has said. Uh, but just because you see the internet, the internet's very quick to jump to conclusions. The, the internet's always yeah. just like, oh, well, uh, you're, you're you're bullying and you're, it's like, okay, I mean, y'all are, but uh, you guys, that's the fun, people who know me know that that's not me. I'm not going to bully anyone or try and disrespect anyone. Um, it's, you know, I'm just going to tell it like it is. Uh, I'm going to do my due diligence. Uh, that, that hilariously brings me to what my, it wasn't a rant. It was a voice of concern mm. that includes a mini rant yeah. because of you know when okay first of all i want to just say um i started a petition for uh, a beloved eb game store that i support dave i don't know if you know but eb game sources i already saw i already signed the petition dave they're scheduled to close down november 14th due to the owner of the building space just didn't want to renew the lease okay oh, um I, I spoke to the staff for like 40 minutes after they closed yesterday because I went there to go pick something up and they all seemed pretty distraught. I thought all night last night, what could I do? I see motherfuckers put up like, you know, change.org petitions and some do something, some might not. And I figured, why not at least try? I know it may not do anything, but at least try, right? Yeah, no, so, it's for the community. Right. And I posted it to the toy community. I posted it to all the video games, a group I'm a part of, and people signed it. And I posted to, like, you know, the homie group because we all have, like, a group chat with all our homies. I don't know, like, you know, I have your group chat, whatever, whatever. And I posted to the group chat for the homies. And most of them, you know, when you ask your friends to do something, most of them will just, I don't I'm not expecting people not to argue, but most people will just kind of, okay, sure, man, look into it, comply, go ahead. And then you got the one. The one. You always got the one who always has to kind of question, <laughs> not even question. His first words were, his first words were, well, petitions aren't going to do anything, so there's real no point to signing it. I'm going to say, all right, fathead, what are you doing? Nothing? Are you at home? Are you at home working? No. Are you, are you doing anything to help anyone? No, actually. All you do, really, is sit there with your know-it-all mentality, and if anybody tries to tell you anything, you know more than them, despite them introducing you to said subject. So, to that friend, much like you say to this person, meh. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. There's always that one person where you don't really want them in the room, but they must, they have to be there anyways. Why? I don't know. Yeah. Representation, representation's sake. So, Brian, to ask your question and to anyone who says that you're bullying, you're not really bullying. You're more or less just trying to gatekeep, right? Mm. You're trying to make sure that something that you have knowledge on and something that you are educated on isn't. How do you say the viewpoint of the people that are a fan of said culture isn't diluted and stained by his opinion, right? Yeah, that's my thing. I think I'm worried that this guy, again, he lists himself as working in television, media and movies. And I'm worried that anyone who has the idea of that a woman starring in an action story that originally starred a man is a political stance and not just a the world as it is where women can also be the stars of these stories and it's not, not some political agenda it's just that the world has changed and that the people who are writing these stories are not just the same five white dudes from the like 60s 70s and 80s but it's now a list of people from different areas and backgrounds uh so the idea that 
it's a political statement to include women as the leads in stories is weird to me and doesn't represent what I think anyone who works in the industry should think. Um, but that's why I would, I would actually be more than happy to have a conversation with this person and understand more about where they stand. Because like I said, I got blocked and I don't know anything else about the person. All I know is what I saw on the Facebook um, when I went through his wonderful website where his art is available to see. I'll put it in the description for people. They can go check it out. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, and then that brought me to his, his Facebook because uh, his Facebook page is public, but he blocked me. So if I'm not logged into Facebook, I can still see it. That's something that most people don't realize, by the way. If you speaking <laughs> of slight side stalkerish approaches, if you block someone and they know the URL to your Facebook, they could still just go to your Facebook. Just oh, a shit. heads up, guys. <laughs> it doesn't oh, do no. anything. <laughs> um, so bad. So after he blocked me, I just just found his the URL to his Facebook. So. And I mean, say love you. Say love you. Whatever. Um, all to say is, <laughs> I encourage anyone that is, even if you don't really shop at EB Games, if you do, um, the link is on my Facebook right now. It's currently on the link in my description on my IG. That's at Action Figgy Skinny. It's in the bottom corner below. And uh, in the description too. Oh, and it's in the description. And yeah, you guys just go there, sign there. Um, there will be a translated version for the uh, French listeners and or you know, fans of our, you know, Freedom X agent. Sorry, Free X agent. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it'll be all there. And I'm just trying to help save this store because, quite frankly, I don't want people to lose their jobs. I don't want to have to go to Fairview or Covert to the service over yeah. there. Kind of sucks. Um, <laughs> no, even listen, if the store employees are saying that the other stores suck and that their service isn't good, we got to keep this one. That's just my viewpoint. And for... I mean, this is advice for anybody who basically wants to do something but feels like they're kind of against odds. There's always going to be one person who's going to try to break you down. That person is either scared because they've never done anything in their lives. They're a coward. Don't listen to them because ultimately they ain't shit. They're not shit. They're pussy. And, and that's really it. So, that's my ranch. One. That's my ranch. <laughs> that's fair. Uh, I, yeah, no, that's that's fair. Uh, I think one of the things I want to point out that as much as you 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 know you joke about the fact that like service and whatnot, um, even if people feel that this is insurmountable insurmountable odds in this situation, just the idea of like trying to help people keep their jobs because you know uh, we joke about this, but at the root of it, one of the things that you care about is the fact that these people are going to lose their jobs. This this you know in a pandemic situation yeah. where things aren't looking great. A store that, and this is something that applies to all the businesses, any comic book shop, any small shop. And yes, even if, you know, EB Games might be a, a larger um, company, the, the, some of the, these small locations, like remember when the pandemic started and games were still coming out and people, like a lot of these big companies I thought I did something. It's an mind. issue, right? Like they were just stuck on their own, not doing, not able to do much except try and survive in the situation that they were given. Uh, I'm, I think I'm having uh, an issue. I do apologize, guys. No, uh, I, I think, yeah. But I'll let you when, guys continue. Like, I was not talking for a while because I thought I was the frozen one. Then Skinny moved, and I realized that you were the one that was frozen. Yeah, I thought I was get <laughs> something. But uh, while Brian uh, fixes that, I guess we can get into because I know Dave, you wanted to talk about uh, Songbird. 
About right? which one? Songbird, which is the movie that you were talking about by Michael Bay. You need to know oh, the title if you don't talk about it. Okay, look. So nope. I don't want to talk about this movie because I don't want to give Michael Bay anything right now. I do. I actually do. All, all I'm going to say is this. The thing that I find classless and tasteless about this movie classless. is that you're releasing a pandemic movie during a pandemic, and you're suggesting in the movie that it's a continuation of what we have going on right now because they call it COVID-23, where ours is COVID-19. I just think it's tasteless, and I think this is a blatant example of Hollywood trying to capitalize on a pandemic, which I find classless. So I am not going to watch or talk about this movie anymore. Y'all niggas love that word, huh? Classless. Check this out. Michael Bay is doing what anybody would do. Like, wrong. he's capitalizing. It's wrong. It's not right. But it's also kind of funny if you really look at it. It's sad. Clearly, clearly, he's not the only person with a sick mind because there are other actors in this movie. <laughs> All right. Oh, oh yeah, and and yeah. if I knew them, I would list them too. Scores <laughs> in this. Okay, first number one is not listed as a continue. For, hmm. How do I make you see it this way? We had outbreak. Can I explain one thing? Go. Uh, COVID. Uh, and coronavirus are uh, existed before this current version, by the way. So him doing a movie called where they reference COVID-23 is not necessarily a, a nod to COVID-19. The coronavirus is itself a family, and there have been multiple different ones throughout time. Uh, so uh, the COVID is named as it is because it came out in 2019. COVID-23 three would just be the version like the movie itself if he's doing this properly should be set in 2023 or 2024 um or at least some point beyond that because covid well, no, the, anything, the number in COVID the, yeah that, that that just means that he would have to say that in the movie the first case of this happened in 2023 that's all would be the thing yeah exactly so yeah, it would have been named COVID twenty like COVID twenty three because it's like uh, coronavirus something. Uh, I like there's like a the the letters mean something and then dash the year it was started. So twenty nineteen because in China it popped up in twenty nineteen. It's a, it's a long just a, acronym so that, to say uh, they're profiting. Well, it's just because you're saying that you're saying that it's a continuation, <laughs> but he's just. It's just if he's doing this properly, I'll, you know what, Dave? I'll tell you this: if he's just doing it, that this movie is set in like 2021, and he's calling it COVID 23 because he is doing a nod to the continuation. I will 100% agree with, with you. If he's doing the scientific proper thing, and it's COVID 23 because it's the year 2023 or after, then I can't really side with you because he's just sticking to science. That's all I'm saying. just saying. I don't. I think it's tasteless. I just think it's tasteless to release something like this. And I think also, I also think there's going to be some people who are going to be either not smart or extremists on this, and they're going to be like, "Oh, this is the future." And you're like, "Yo, it's just going to cause headaches." But, but I don't see any point. good from this movie. That's his point. That's his point. That's my point. Is his point is they are doing all this on purpose. They want whatever uprise or whatever 
They want it because it's going to make people go see their movie. They don't care about the aftermath. They're blatantly telling you in like the darkened voice that we used to get in our movies from the producers of The Purge and all like they're not doing that by a joke, yeah. man. <laughs> They're pushing for that shit. Why are you telling yeah, me about true. the producers of The Purge right before a movie about a virus that has us locked at home? Nigga, come on. <laughs> That's what it is. Like, yes, it's tasteless. <laughs> I disagree. But at the same time, I got to give Mans a high five for doing it before M. Night Shyamalan. Like, yo. I'll, I'll give him a high something. Oh, right stop. Right there. Stop it. Right. Come on. Right there. Come on. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> no. You're there. I get it. You're a nice shop. But I just think that's funny. I, I just think it's, I don't know. I think it's a, 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 an unusual cash grab. I think it's, but you I mean, want- mind you, the guy, the guy doesn't really have much taste or like, you know, he, he's already described it. He's already done other things to show that he has no class or, you know, define take advantage really- of a scenario. I mean, you you watch shows that make fun of current events all the time, so I don't see why this is any different. I don't I don't see this as a comedy bit, but most comedy bits aren't comedy bits. They're actually based on actually doing this to make fun of yeah. the scenario. Um, they, you're trying you're trying to make this like as if this is like South Park. New. I'm just saying you watch things that well, make fun of current events. Yet this is poking fun at a current event, and you're not down. Yeah. But the, but it's not making fun of a. I would say. I think it is. I don't know. I didn't hear I what mean, Brian said. He cut out for me. What? Yeah. Is it the South Park episode poking fun? Sorry, I was saying, didn't the South Park episode poke fun at the pandemic? Wasn't yeah. that a big thing? Didn't it, people celebrate I, I, that episode? I see it actually Am making I, fun of a lot of more political. Like I feel like that was more politically driven than saying like, "Oh, it's funny that we're that, like they were like saying it's funny that that we're all stuck." At, I, I don't know. It's because it, like I don't know. <laughs> it's hard to describe. I just I don't. I also hate Michael Bay, but uh, oh, that's fair. I mean, if your dislike for this is more because Michael Bay is anytime Michael Bay touches a property, he somehow manages to um, like destroy the luster, like something that shines so bright. Michael Bay touches it and gets grease all over it and, and, and like messes it up. Then, yes, Michael Bay is your friend who when you get your first new toy and you're just like, yo, don't get it dirty. And he just ate chips. And he gets yeah. it dirty, yeah. And you're like, you're like Dude. It's delicate and he breaks it, yeah, right away. Yeah, that's Michael Bay, and yeah. that's and then that's what he's doing with the the pandemic, and that's I get that. I, I like, and that's I'm what cool. like because like <laughs> the thing no, but the thing is, is like for South, for example, South Park's purpose was to make to to, to try and make like I guess laughter, like to make some type of joy, while while also making comments on certain political like. The pandemic special was about the pandemic, but it was a lot. There was a lot more towards like political shit and, and the presidency and all that type of stuff. Whereas this, it's, it's it seems to like be a useless film to like instill certain fear. And some people, we all know, there's going to be some idiot out there that's going to be like, "This is the future," or whatever. It's just like I don't know. But I, don't know. I, I would dare I, I, say, I, say that someone watched it. The commercial, I was just like, I will never watch this. This is 
I, that, I, I'm just giving my natural reaction to when I saw the commercial. I want to know yeah, how I'm, they got Bob Marley's music licensed. Yeah, exactly. My only issue with it was the music. Uh, I, oh. I I personally don't think, uh, um, like, I get what you're saying. I definitely understand. I, But I also think that at the end of the day, that someone was going to make the movie. It was going to be part of the conversation. It was going to happen no matter what. And I think mm-hmm. that it would be... Um, I can't see any version of the story being a positive one. Um, so you might as well let Michael Bay take a stab at it where he does his usual crazy. You know what I mean? Like who yeah. like I don't, Scorsese and those like classically known like Jordan Peele recently, like the type of directors that everyone's really in love with and does really interesting things aren't going to necessarily do a pandemic movie any better than the weird, you know, Archie riding a bike with his immunity bracelet and almost getting shot. And, you know, the, that, that dude that we love from all the movies who, I don't, you know, he's a actor, a Russian dude. And every time he say what I said, that's Archie. Archie's the one with the bracelet. Yeah. Oh man! Well, actual Archie from the CW show or whatever. Yeah, that's what he means. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh. Well, fuck I you too. I don't know his real name. That's hilarious. God damn! <laughs> that is hilarious. But yeah, so you know, uh, Michael Bay. Michael Bay. He he ruined Transformers. He's ruined uh, other stuff. And yeah, whatever. He only is ruined it? Transformers at like number two, really. One was decent. Yes. One was decent. I, I'll give this. you that. Let's stop this. One was decent. It was what we wanted. Jazz died. Okay, black people were pissed, but whatever. Like, okay, one was good. But, two was really bad. Two yeah, was two not was, good. And then two was not good at all. And then three and four, horrible. Like <laughs> I actually never saw, I never actually got the courage to watch four. I watched three in the theater. Four, the third four. one was decent action. It was just all over the fucking place. Four was better than three. Three, like there was three no story. Three, yeah, three is the one, three is the one that upset me because they weren't even transforming anymore. They were nano. No. It was nanobot technology that would reform, and I was like, "Yo, can we at least get the transformers transforming? Like, well, why, are we, why are we? Why are we? That was four. That was getting four. nanotechnology. That's four. Four was. Oh, that was four. Oh, yes, yes, yes. That's four. Sorry. Three is the one where it's, what's his name? It's uh, Sentinel Prime. Sentinel Prime, and they kill Ironhide for no reason. Yeah, and that's the one where, like, the building's falling and, like, Shia LaBeouf and that girl's... Oh, yeah, and they randomly replaced what's-her-name because she didn't want to sign. Yeah, because the fourth one is Wahlberg, and then it's Bumblebee, right? No, it's fourth fourth one, then um, the, the one with King Arthur, then Bumblebee. Yeah. Yeah, so it's four or five bumble. They did five. So I haven't seen three movies. Damn. Yeah, I've never seen three movies. <laughs> That's insane. That's insane. That that just speaks a lot for the the franchise though, because I love Transformers and I didn't care Dude, that much. You love Transformers. Look at my background. I love yeah, Transformers. You watch movies. I'm saying I haven't even seen the movies and I like it. You know, you've seen. You've at least watched them. <laughs> My childhood. Why, Michael? Why, Michael? You monster. And eh, whatever. 
I mean, <laughs> <laughs> there, there, there are going to be better movies. Um, there were going to be better movies, and that's okay. We can't really do. I mean, the Bumblebee movie is good. Haven't seen. And I can't the, take that away from the. I, that was my problem. I have not watched the Bumblebee movie because I wanted to watch five and four before, so I can make sure I knew everything that was going on. They're not at all like continue. They're not. No. They're yeah, independent. They, but the Bumblebee yeah. movie, by the time you you get to it, they've retconned. It doesn't even add up. Sweet, so I could watch Bumblebee without having to care about. Oh, that's great! That's my weekend. <laughs> More watching Jesus. old shit that you should have watched when it came out. Shut up! <laughs> You're gonna talk to me about the Turtles movie that came out four years ago now? Next? No. <laughs> I'm talking about. I'm talking about something that happened in 2020, motherfucker. Check oh, that out. Oh, excuse me. Oh, yeah, a movie I already talked about. Oh, it's good. <laughs> it is good. Save it. Uh, save it because it is good. It is a fun one. Um, you guys will have to continue to to stay tuned to find out what we're going to talk about. Um, but yeah, uh, we usually have ad breaks, but we don't have an ad break this week. So I think we'll just go straight into the View the Right Thing segment that we that you people love and adore, where we uh, break down stuff that we've watched, seen, heard, talked, uh, experienced. Um, I want to start off with the album. I feel like that's something that has to be discussed. Busta Rhymes released Extinction Level Event 2 after how many years? How long have we been waiting for Eight this years. movie? Uh, this album, sorry. Eight years. Eight years? Yeah. God damn. He started working on it immediately. Years. After the last um, okay. Ooh, uh I don't know about you guys. I, I'll say this. It's not his best album. Wow. Ooh. It isn't. I'm, I'm, right. I'm, not, I'm not trying to be mean. I know a lot yeah. of people are really excited about it. And, and it feels like when I heard all the people talking about like, this is his best work ever. And I was like, I was like looking at, the, I was like looking around the room like, is it me? Am I missing out on something? No. Don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. I will. I'm gonna go back through the track list because I had it in front of me and I closed my phone. I have it um, right here. Let's go. <laughs> so, I I really really like the. So first off, the intro, solid standard classic. Buster uh, Rhyme. Buster intro. I'm not mad at it. I, I I expected it. I actually really liked it. The intros are always strong. He always has a lot of fun when he introduces stuff. Uh, you know, he does the whole like wild end of the world type crazy energy that kind of gets you hype, and you're just like, "Yeah, we about to shit up." I'm I'm down. Okay. And then we went into the purge. Okay, strapped yourself down. Okay. Then I got to Czar, and Czar got me a little hype because MOP is always solid with Busta. Um, except, and he, except, except, except. Except for my man did what he what a lot of people are doing on albums, which I understand. You got to give man's their credit so that they can get their points. But don't tell me song is featuring yeah. MOP and you're using a sample from an old ass song. You don't do that. Don't do that. You know yeah. better. They're your friends. Pay for the verses. Don't do that. I don't want to hear <laughs> a remake later with MOP on with new verses because I'm not going to listen to the song. Don't do that. Just don't. Yeah. Come with it properly, please. Thanks. Continue. <clears throat> that's fair. 
Um, we after Zar, uh, we got out of my mind. Say what? No, go on about out of my mind. Oh, sorry, out of my mind. Yeah, out of my mind featuring Bell Biv DeVoe. I I like Bell Biv DeVoe. I like the song, but you I don't do? love the song. No, love, I'm trying to be nice. I don't like the song. I don't like yeah. the song. I didn't. The beat is garbage. <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. I know everyone's so hyped. Belby of the Vaux, Busta Rhymes. I didn't like the song. I wanted to like the song. I kept listening to the song, hoping like, come on, Brian, you can get into it. Like, you like this song. And I, I would listen to it for a couple minutes, and I'd be like, no, nah, I really don't I really don't like this song. Well, I, um, I turned that off, man. <laughs> yeah, I, I got to, the, I got to the, the end of it, and I was just like, is it bad that I'm happy this is over? Like... <laughs> <laughs> one of those moments and again that's the thing that sucks because i love buster rhymes i love bell biv devoe so i was really excited for what they were going to do together and then i heard i heard the flip and i was just like oh okay okay and then i'm like listening to the album i'm just like uh this this track's not as solid as i had hoped and then that was okay uh we get into this really long um uh the wrath of god with minister louis farrakhan i didn't really love it Minister Farrakhan has a lot to say. He's always had a lot to say. Cool. Okay. Uh, I didn't think it was the 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 best. We got slow flow. Okay, this is where I started liking the album, though. This for me, this is the thing though. Slow flow with old dirty, great. I like slow flow. Especially with the fact that it's follow-up by Don't Go from uh with Q tip. Because I love the beat on uh Don't Go. I thought the beat was solid on Don't Go. Say what? Didn't care for that beat. Actually, Don't Go is the first song that I skipped right off the bat. I was like, no, nah, I can't do this. <gasps> right? Oh, shit. That's because, that's okay. because I would already hit with Out of My Mind, The Goddamn Wrath of God, and Slow Flow, which I was like, okay, but you can't, like, uh, we're seven tracks in. Give me something. And then it got to track nine. I'm just like, finally. Here we go. Track nine. Which one's track nine? Sorry, I wasn't Boom. counting them. I just Boom. Oh, you like that one? Boom is amazing. Boom is my track. Oh, interesting. Okay, cuz that's what I don't really like it. I thought it was I, I thought it was good, but I didn't I didn't I, I I thought it was good. I just didn't love it. Okay. That's it. I cuz I really liked Don't Go. I liked the flow on Don't Go because I like when when Q-Tip does the whole Kamal the abstract and like mm. does his whole thing. Where like you get that kind of throwback flow that him and Busta used to do together when they were like hang like I'm picturing him and Busta like you know rapping when they were like youngins like in the schoolyard style like when they knew each other from the way way back so that's yeah, why yeah. for that track I was just like okay I think the nostalgia for Don't Go added to the fact that I really did like the beat um, and then Boom came and I was just like this is okay I'm not mad at it but I didn't like it more than Don't Go. Mm, okay all right fair but you skipped it but it's good for you because the fact that you skip don't go but at least like the next track is is important because otherwise yeah. the, the album could have lost you i didn't yeah. like master far muhammad that much though with rick ross no no I didn't I, love it's it. okay but i didn't yeah it's a rick and ross I'm also not, well yeah go on I'm not a Rick Ross fan, so that's one of the reasons for me I wasn't gonna probably ju- jump to it from the from the beginning. I'm Sorry, a, you were yeah, saying. 
I'm a Ross fan, but it just sounds too much like a Ross song featuring Busta Rhymes. Like the beat and everything, yeah. it, it's I too agree. Maybach music. Like if you've listened to Maybach music one through, I don't know, 12, it's it's too much like the it just sounds like that kind of style of beat made by Rick Ross's producers, all that. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. I see that. Um, yeah. you by Busta Rhymes, Anderson Pack. Okay. I like, I like the video was dope too. Yeah, yeah, I'm not mad. Uh, oh no, I like Oh no. I don't remember Oh no, but I do like it. I think I remember liking it. I was in the car, so uh, that was okay. I'll play. I'll play like three seconds of it because we probably get flagged if I play right. anything more. But true. Bitch was the problem. I'm talking about my nigga. I got him. Oh yeah. Yeah. So I like Oh no. Okay. Hold on, I'll try and get to the middle. Yeah, so I I like Ono. I thought Ono was like I like the energy on Ono. Right. What do you think What happened? I don't know. He says I like the energy on Ono, and then he just cut. So yeah, I, I was taking a little bow because I was like, I'm gonna let you guys go out because I didn't get a chance to listen to the album, and then I was like, oh, it's can't leave chilling there. For well, Brian was at Oh No, where he said he liked the song. I will continue to say that track 14 on this album, Dave, I don't think you're going to be a fan of it, as you may like rap, but you don't think you like Dancehall. Vibes mm-hmm. Cartel, his, 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 his feature was okay. Brian, you're back. Amazing. Yeah, sorry about that, man. So, yeah, we were at uh, the Dawn and the Boss. How would you feel about 14? Yeah, uh, the Dawn and the Boss... Uh, yeah, vibes worry, cartel. Not... Yeah, don't worry. I skipped it. But that's the problem. There's so many tracks on here that okay. So yeah, the boss and the the dawn and the boss. I was just like, I don't really love this. Then I got to best I can. I was so excited for Rhapsody. Also didn't like that track. I didn't Whoa. understand the whole point of the song. It it sounded like Rhapsody was there to play the baby mama, who is. Kind of like you're actually a good father. I should have just given you a chance to be a better father. Like I like listened to the song and I was just like, uh, I like I like Rhapsody. I like the rap. I just didn't understand why this theme. Like why mm-hmm. what? I mean that's the thing, right? Buster has grown. He's a father now, so you know he might. He, he you know these songs are a representative of the things that he's gone through, and this is something he's obviously gone through where he felt mm-hmm. he needed to say his piece. But to have Rhapsody come on and spit her verse, where it sounds like it sounds like she's just doing a big up to Busta to be like, "You're such a good fault." Like I was just like, "Ah, okay." I kind of <laughs> was hoping for. Not this. <laughs> like, I, Not I was this. hoping Rhapsody to just unleash. I like when Rhapsody just kind of goes with it and like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I don't know. I don't know. It, it was weird. I, um, and I didn't like the Mar- the new Mariah Carey track. That was terrible. They were trying to revisit the old song. Like that's not right. They yeah. should have done. It. Yeah. No. I agree. You guys did a solid song the first time. Just let, let it be. Why Why did you guys... Like, that's the thing. Some of the stuff on this album felt like he was trying to recapture the nostalgia of things he's done in the past. And 100%. it worked... It, yeah, and it worked for me with the, the Q-tip track 
but it didn't work for me with the Mariah track. And I don't know why, uh, like, I don't know what was so different that for the Mariah track, I just, I was turned off by, it. I think it is because it sounded like they were like, Oh, this is the continuation of something wonderful we've already done. And I was just like, no, I don't know. It was already perfect. The first time, leave it alone. You like you and Busta did a solid, unbeatable track. It goes down in the pantheon of solid, you know, hip hop, R and B, you know, crossover. We've seen that for years. You know, uh, Nas, Lauren Hill, stuff like like those. You know, uh, Method Man, Mary J. Like all those songs are there. The, like they're there. Those those classic '90s, early 2000s hip-hop r&b it was a jam it was a thing and we're cool you don't need to try and recreate it you you will never recreate it and uh i don't want you to i i, I loved it the first time let it leave it leave it as is that's the, yeah, that's man. what it is uh, so i don't know the next see, okay i'm just gonna say my favorite three tracks on the album are the are, are in the last four tracks and that's oh. the part I found weird. Look over your shoulder with that Kendrick. Smart. That's a good track. The track Freedom with Nikki Greer is a good track. And the yeah. rap in Satanic is good. I don't necessarily like the track with Mary J. Blige, unfortunately. Uh, you will yeah. never find another me. And I, I I feel like I'm disrespecting Mary J when I say that. And I mean no disrespect to Mary J. Please don't come at me. Because yeah. she will she will Mary J will crack a skull open if she has to, and that's that's just what it is, and that's okay. Um, but I just don't want it to be my skull. You know what my problem is with this album? Hmm. It's like, I like it, and the Look Over Your Shoulder track, I actually don't like because I wasn't oh. expecting... I wasn't expecting such a... First of all, who samples Michael Jackson these days like that? I wasn't expecting <laughs> that kind of beat. It was just so like... That's the thing. Like Everyone's like, oh, this is his best album. Every one of these beats yeah. on this album. No. Yo. Thank every you. one of the beats on this album. And I'm not saying anything about me, and I'm not saying anything about the other producers, but I could have made every beat on this album, and that's not necessarily good or bad. That just hmm. tells you where the world, like, that just tells you where the, like, the focus is in terms of production and how very little people are expecting, because fuck out of here if I can't get a major placement on an album, but whoever the fuck produced Out of My Mind got on an album. And guess what? Busta Rhymes produced it. All the songs that we didn't really love on his albums, Busta Rhymes produced. Right? Oh, interesting. So, so he produced Out of My Mind. He produced <clears throat> with Minister Farrakhan. He produced Deep Thoughts. He produced You'll Never Find Another Like Me. He produced uh, Deep Thoughts. Like Busta did a big chunk of production on his album, and then his fillers yeah. were like Swizz Beats, 1J Dilla, Rock Wilder, Not. Rest in Peace, uh, yeah. Knots All Over the Place, uh, Anderson yeah. Pat comes with an Anderson song that just happens, Ninth Wonder comes with Rhapsody, that just happens. So it's like, eh, Buster's, yeah. Buster's done for eight years. This is not what I wanted. If you're doing eight years, I need yeah. more than this. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and that's the like, thing that sucks because I feel Dave, if 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 um if Billy Talent took nine years to release an album and they put out twenty two tracks and like eighteen were like yeah not really you'd be pissed. Well, obviously, <laughs> I, I, I I I understand your guys' plate right here because you, you guys don't sound happy at all. And to be honest, it's a little bit 
although I eventually grew to love the album, well, enjoy the album, it was exactly like the last album from um, Alexis on Fire that they had out. Oh, okay. It was also like it was like it was like a like it took them a long time. It came out. They were all older. It was a different vibe, and it was like you know it was mature in the in the topics that they were talking about. It was that doesn't mean it was bad, but it wasn't what I was expecting. But if, if that album had come out even longer, because I think at that point we may have been four years. But if you're telling me double that time, and then that album would have came out, I would have thrown it out the window. Mm. <laughs> it's only because it was so close to the last album, or close enough that I was like, I can at least see the evolution, right? Mm. It's just like uh, if you listen to, um, like, our perfect example, Arlie Pieces Curve album, I think, trash. And it's <laughs> the same thing. It was like you waited, you waited, you waited. It came out, and the problem with that album was that. Every song sounded so much the same that after I got to the song that was on the radio, which was maybe the second song in, I was listening. I'm like, wow, like it's 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 going on a really long time, this song. And then the album ended. Hmm. I was like, <laughs> damn, that was that's some shit. Bad. That's, that's how I felt about this album. I don't think it's Buster Rhymes' best work. I think it's a good album, but for it's you to call it best work, no. But for you to call it Extinction Level Event 2, it needs to have certain something to it. And because yeah. it's a 2020 album, and let's be honest, this is Trevor's, this is probably Trevor's last album. I don't know. Call him Trevor. Yeah, I'm going to call Buster Trevor because that's where we're at now. Trev, Trev this <laughs> might be your last album. It took you eight years. I don't know. I don't know, buddy. I don't know. Well, I mean, I, he's yeah. already Buster. Is already given enough to the community and to the industry, so, so he could technically do what he wants. You can't end it like this. I it wouldn't be wise. How'd that song get on there? How did <laughs> out of my mind get on this album? How and Lee J, you're a hundred percent correct about Billy Talent. <laughs> you're a good man, Lee J. Sorry, I'm putting that on the side. I just read the comment. You are correct, sir. If you want another good album, Lee J, uh, Pez is actually their first name of the of, of their first group, and you should download Matouche. <laughs> Sorry, I'm taking I'm taking a side from yours because you I'm done hearing you hate on Buster, and I may as well share some I'm good news. I'm, I'm sure they hate. You guys have been hating on Buster this whoa, whole time. Indirectly, you're trying to say, you're showing pleasure me towards whoa. this, and it hurts my yeah, feelings whoa. because he you shouldn't. It's a shame. He's still a guest. Whoa! No, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> we're not dissing Buster. We're not hating on him. I'm just saying. And Brian is real. Man, been like I think is your last hour. I think it's a little. <laughs> Brian will understand. How do you have a DJ premiere song and it's a minute fifty three? That's it. That's all I'll say. Yeah. You can't have true. Indeed, is a good song and it's a minute fifty three. What are yeah. you doing? What are you doing? Yeah, I, I, I think when. I think when he says it's the last one, I don't think it's a. I think it's more just in the landscape of hip hop, Busta making his comeback now is is great for us old heads, but is Busta gonna be able to step into the ring and and hold it down? And, and that's moves. that's where I think there might be an issue. Oh man, whoops, sorry. That's fair. 
Oh, who's Addy? Okay, sorry. I'm gonna talk. I'm gonna pay attention to DJ who says don't disrespect Buster like that. Lee J is asking out of ELE2 and Marshall Mathers LP2, which one's better? Well, we all know how I feel about Eminem, so I'm not going to answer this. I'm actually going to leave. <laughs> Fuck him. <laughs> I don't know. No Eminem here. I'm done. <laughs> My show. I've always wanted all control. Hello, people. <laughs> Obviously, ELE2 because Marshall Mathers is not. Nah. nah. I mean, we're over with Marshall Mathers. We're done. <laughs> Is Marshall Mathers is, is that considered a a, a comeback or uh like w- was M out of the game when that because that's the thing I feel like Eminem didn't step out of the game for as long as Busta did so sometimes when people are just like oh M's comeback I'm just like comeback he didn't so, it's not like he took that long between M's. Because he had two comebacks, technically. He had the cu- he had relapse, and then relapse is garbage. So then he came back with recovery, and that was like a comeback. Yeah. And then when, he got, that one, then when he got mad at trap music, he tried to come back with MML, uh, Marshall Mathers LP2, which had Rap God on it. And yeah. then, then he actually released, I think it was Kamikaze, where he dissed all the Dirty South rappers. And then he released another album <laughs> after that that was considered a proper comeback album. Can, can I can I interact for for one second? I just I I just I can't help but have to read um, Toby's uh, comments because he's he's in the chat. That's you. That that's what this Buster album feels like. Bloated trash. There's an extension of his rap career. Oh. <laughs> so you need to be like, yeah, I'm just, just saying representatives oh. from. Okay, so I- you're also agreeing that I would like, you guys got to throw it down. I would, no, <laughs> that's that's what we're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would like to point out I don't agree with Toby on this. I don't think the album is trash. Like, like I said, there are solid tracks on the album. The production is pretty cool. I, even if I don't stuff was chopped, I, I enjoyed the album itself. Um, I just think that it's, you know, uh, if we were, we were waiting this long, it's not what I'd hoped for. But that's okay because I think hip hop has changed so much that I wasn't gonna necessarily get what I'd hoped for. I don't think that's the standard anymore. And Busta, and and that also Busta doesn't need to try and fit the mold of what the popular kids are doing these days. Like that's Busta's- actually a question I was gonna ask. Do you think he was trying to keep to his own, or did you think that he was trying to expand on what he thought rap wanted today? No. Uh, no, he was keeping to his own. He's. I don't think he was doing what rap wanted today, personally. Hmm. I think he was doing both. Hmm. Okay. Did well, I cut out again? No, no, you're good. You're there's good. a cat in the scene. That's why. I was just <laughs> like, why did everyone get quiet? Oh, it, there's a cat. <laughs> if you guys are listening to this... Uh, the uh, whatever mark this is, I can't. I can't see the timestamp. There's uh, kitty cat in the shot, and everyone got distracted. Um, and <laughs> I'm sorry. He's 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 been ah okay. That's uh bugging me for a while. <laughs> this is what happens. This is what happens when you don't show a cat love. The cat's just like yo homie, pay attention to me. I'm out here, and then that's and this is why some people are cat oh, people God. and some people are dog people. Guys, I'm a I'm a I'm a no animal person. The only animal I ever loved was my hamster, and that homie died when I was mad young. Rest in peace, Calvin. That's just what it is. Um, <laughs> can, I, can I talk about the Mandalorian real quick? Go for yeah. it. 
Dope. It's back. It's great. It's the Mandalorian. It's everything that you want. Star Wars is, is still strong. They're still making good content. This is still a fun show. Um, Timothy Oliphant appears in the pr- season premiere. It's it's great. All of it. Uh, like, don't sleep on Star Wars. Um, I know people joke that it's the only reason that people subscribe to Disney Plus. Yes, that's quite possible. Because to be honest, everything else on Disney Plus that I've seen when I had the week or whatever a few days that I had the subscription for, I didn't see anything outstanding um, yet. There is new stuff coming. We know the MCU stuff is coming at some point. We're supposed to be getting that show, the the WandaVision, by the end of the year. They didn't announce the exact date yet, as far as I know. But November 30th. November 14th? Say what? 30th. Say what? I heard November 30th. Would you say? Would you say, Brian? Oh, that, okay. Uh, yeah. So if, would you would you say that this is like because in the first season, right? Because I missed the the episode. Unfortunately, I didn't get a chance to see it yet. The first season, I thought it was always like this. It was always going better. Every episode was just better than the next. Would you consider that this continued that way? I mean, it's only the first episode of the season, so I can't really gauge that yet. Like you're asking me, is this episode better than the season finale of season one? No, well, I mean, not necessarily better than the, the last season. I'm just saying, like, last season, like, they set a certain bar of how the episode should be, in my opinion. Like, they, they, every episode was a certain degree of good. I don't think there was, like, a lull episode last year. There may have been one okay. or two lull moments, but not a lull episode. Would you say that the this episode met the the bar, so to speak, for compared to – if, if last mean, season set up a bar? uh uh yeah, sure. Uh, it's the first episode back of the season, so they're not gonna. I'm not expecting wild explosions and uh, and gunfights. It's it's a you know it's a slow burn. We're we're reintroduced to the characters. Uh, there's a lot of people who are probably very excited at the end of the last season to see what was coming next. And then this season starts with like, here's what's happening next. This is what we're doing. This is the adventure. Let's go into it. And I liked it. It was good. It was it was well acted. Um, you know, the child is still the child doing dope shit. Uh, you know, the, the, I like the cameos. There's a whole bunch of people that I looked up to see who voiced what because I was just like, that voice sounds familiar. And then I looked up and I was like, oh, dope. That is who I thought it was. So, you know, I think it keeps the same. I'll say this. It keeps the same energy. And I'm OK with that because that's at the end of the day what we want. Right. Like I want it to always have the same energy. So. Uh, it didn't dip, if that's the question, and that's good. Yeah. We don't. Want to. So yeah. Um, our boy Toby says hello. He's been in the chat. If you guys want to holler at Toby, he goes by Ab Dash Strack S T R A Q on YouTube. He's out there right now on our social. Uh, so if you guys want to, he's gonna he's gonna be commenting. If you guys have things you want to say to him, if you guys have questions while we're doing the show hit him up also make sure that you guys subscribe just a reminder we are uh i mean you guys probably know by now but uh, you know we're no longer doing the show on facebook we moved uh, exclusively to youtube it's been good for us uh the feedback has been great the viewership has been great we appreciate all you guys tuning into the show and uh, we're going to continue doing the show here on youtube um and you know the fact that you guys jumped over from facebook onto youtube with us we definitely appreciate that we've seen some great feedback from people and um you know we're going to keep on keeping on uh also a heads up for next week we are not going to be here next week unfortunately but we will be here in two weeks so the next episode after this one is november 18th 
So make sure you guys uh, mark down on your calendars. It's November 18th. Uh, we will probably have something for you guys on the YouTube on the 11th, but uh, we won't have a full episode per se. Maybe we'll, we'll try and do something cool, like cut up some clips of like the last few episodes of some of the most ridiculous shit we've said uh, just for you guys. Uh, we'll see. We'll see what we can do in a week. Um, and then, yeah, uh, Dave, do you want to talk about this movie that you saw that I saw months ago and I already talked about? <laughs> I didn't know what you guys thought. So, and we also, and that's not fair because people have also done second reviews of things that people have missed or whatever. It happens. Don't give me that nod. Yeah, you've done too. That one, I'm totally just teasing you, man. It's a good movie. It's definitely worth you talking about again. I would recommend yeah. people see it. So, yeah, I'm just bugging you. Yeah. No, no, no. It's all I good. mean, I'm just, you I'm do movies. You did last week. Two years ago. So, and I, and I, mean, I agreed on that I one. I was like, I, 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 I didn't have, I, I won't lie. I, 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 I chose poorly and what to watch the night before. All right. Should be a movie. What you watch the night before. <laughs> worst choices ever. I'm so down. But Palm Springs, uh, what I'll say about this is I was very impressed with this movie. Um, it is not what they sell you on the cover or whatever the, the taglines are. Like, it's. I, I think it's very equivalent to the concept of like it's as much of a rom com as like, um, what was that? What was that movie? Um, with the two people dating at the beginning, then they broke up and they're they're brought into like a a murder mystery. Uh, Lovebirds, I think, was it what it was called that we had reviewed a little while ago? It's kind of similar to that in that at first you think it's going to be maybe this rom com and then. Bam, it shoots you into this kind of sci-fi world in the sense of like, well, I mean, since we've reviewed it already, spoilers here, it, it, you, end, you end up seeing someone going through a Groundhog Day type scenario, but then he drags someone else by accident into the dr Groundhog Day, and you find out that this guy's been doing it for years, or, well, sorry, not necessarily years, but a very, very long time, while the other person's experiencing it for the first time, so it's kind of an interesting back and forth that you get because you get two perspectives and you end up finding out a third perspective because there's someone else trapped in this loop. Um, and what I'll also say about it is that I was kind of surprised about how, and this is not a shot at him because I actually think he's a good actor and I, I, I don't think he's like the best actor in the world, but I do think he's a good actor, is Andy Samberg's ability to show like layers of depth over time in a movie was kind of cool in the sense of that you saw this guy's so Andy Sandberg is the guy who is initially – so, sorry, to give some context, there's a, a wedding going on, and you find out that one of the people there is going through a Groundhog Day scenario at one point. And you find that out because someone from the the wedding or the, the, the sister of the bride at the wedding by accident follows uh, Andy Sandberg to the thing that basically triggers him being in this time loop of just going day after day, the same day over and over and again. And just his ability to show you someone who's like kind of having a good time to then you realize that he's like kind of broken inside because of what's going on is it's very, it's interesting yeah. because like at one point in time, it's like he's having such a good time. And then she ends up, they end up having a conversation where, um, He's asking the girl questions about, like, what was your life before this, right? And she's like, oh, I worked here and this and that. And you see him say to her uh, – sorry, she then says to him, like, the, the, the obvious question, well, what did you do before getting stuck here? And his reaction to, like, 
it's not just that he says I don't I don't remember. It's how he does it. I was like, wow, you actually sparked like feelings for this character that I never thought someone who's usually in a comedic role would be able to do. So I was just kind of impressed. But uh, overall, though, the movie's really good. I, I enjoyed the comedy quite a bit um, that was there. And it's it's definitely a thumbs up. If you want to see something or you're bored, definitely watch it. And if you, for those who by chance might be arguing with your significant other about a movie to watch, if you choose this, you won't be disappointed. And Skinny, do you have anything to report this week or no? Um, I watched um, essentially... Uh, a bunch of shows that I tried to watch and fell asleep. And that kind of proves that my <laughs> body and brain is just too exhausted to try and get lost into television in the fantasy world right now. Nigga, I'm tired. That's where I'm at. Um, that could probably reflect <laughs> where we are in the world. That could reflect where I'm at personally. But in actual, I'm, I, I can't, I don't know. TV right now is not a good escape for me. You know what I'm saying? I'm mm. all for the... How do you say reading lock and key, which I did read that and I finished it and everybody should read that and maybe not watch the show because it doesn't do it justice. Yeah. Is what I heard. Um, <laughs> I read all six volumes, all of them. Fantastic graphic novel. I, I might even jump on that's canon and, and fucking school y'all niggas on this shit because it's fucking amazing. Um, <laughs> really well I think you're just going to jump shows and school us on arms. <laughs> I'm, I'm lock and key like you guys need to do this one because it's really really good and already i'm hearing that the show's first of all the show calls one of the characters his name is bode not bodie stop it i don't know why they need to do that but they do anyways lock and key i'm giving it a big thumbs all <laughs> six volumes read that shit get real high and read the that shit too right all of it fucking amazing like yeah. 10 on 10 amazing do it <laughs> Yeah. That's funny. <laughs> Anyways. So uh, I was gonna talk real quick about um the other show I watched last night. Okay. Oh sorry, did I cut out again? Apologies, guys. For a second, yeah. I'm, I'm having like major issues on this. Um so I watched another show last night. Uh I think I think we've talked about it before. I don't know. I feel like you guys have watched it too. Um, skinny, you told me you watched it. It was playing in the background one time. Um, and Dave, you told me you you're tired of watching it. Um, I called the show America. Um, yeah, America, America. <laughs> yeah, it's not it's not that good of a show. Uh, <laughs> It's a horrible show. There's a lot of characters that are characters. getting destroyed. <laughs> you know what? You know what? Uh, you know, you gotta go check if the results I, I, are. I, I had a. It was close. Oh. Um, but I'll 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 say this jokingly, uh, but slightly serious at the same time. Uh, I've had conversations with friends who who've had conversations with friends, and one of the things that people keep throwing at us when we discuss what's going on is uh, the sense that like, well, if you don't like it, stop paying attention. Um, one, oh, it's impossible stupid. not to. <laughs> Hold on, let me. Uh, you know, it, it's not. It's one of those things where you can't not pay attention because it is 
taking up most of the space in the room. And that, that like, it's weird for me to hear uh, anyone who lives in America say that because usually America enjoys having that spotlight on them. Um, but now that the spotlight's on them and people are concerned about the things that are happening, uh, there some, some, not all, but some people get defensive. Um, and the other thing I wanted to add to that is just, it, you know, if we didn't care about our families and friends in the States, we wouldn't say anything. It's the fact that we care that we comment and discuss this. Like, I feel like that's an important aspect to remember. If you are one of the people that is in the States right now who feels like you're scared, concerned about what this outcome will bring and what the election means and what living in America means, and you have questions and doubts and fears and confusion, that is a perfectly normal thing. And us here are watching that and we feel that we're empathetic to the situation. We feel that energy and we hold it down for you guys. Like, it, it like it's not easy for us to watch our friends deal with pain and deal with uncertainty uh you know i don't like when i watch when i hear about people walking around with semi-automatic weapons in sh in the streets and i think about the fact that i have family in those areas and i'm thinking knowing my family they're in these streets marching too or protesting or something and i i start to get concerned about what might happen to them and that's hard man uh and i, I don't mean hard on me i mean hard in general that that's just that's just a hard state of mind to be in all the time uh and it's felt like that for a good couple months so you know to all our family and friends out there there uh, we know it's a rough time um we are not talking about this uh in, in what sounds like a negative way to bother you we are just trying to dis discuss it uh as best we can uh hopefully you are not taking it poorly we do not mean to hurt your feelings we love y'all um and we equally hope that you will pay attention when if if and when we are going through rough times because you know it's it's family right like we that's that's it. That's it. That's that's what it is. Yeah. I, I just wanted to say that because uh, you know I've been having conversations with a lot of friends and, and and friends of friends and you know like that that kind of energy of like oh you know people are talking about America like it's a mess here. It's not that bad. And it's just like I mean from the like you can't see the trees from the forest and from the outside looking in it looks pretty scary to us. But that's it. We're also not in it. So if you're in it and you're telling me it's not that bad. I mean, uh, okay. It, it looks a way, a way to me. If you feel that it's not that bad, I get it. I get it. Uh, and you know, and and also, I will say one last thing. Consider where you stand in the in the the class system of America. By the way, so it might not look that bad for you, but there are other people who might not have it great. And I, and I know that applies to here. It applies to any country in the Western world, UK, France, uh, you know, Canada, any country in the Western world, there is, there is separation. So that's it. I just wanted to talk about the series, America, the series. It's been a little crazy. Uh, some of the actors are, are, aren't, are kind of phoning it in, but that's okay. Uh, I hope they don't phone it in. <laughs> <laughs> The guy they have cast as, as the president is uh, a very interesting character. Um, I, I don't necessarily agree.
agree with the writing for that character, but uh, I, I am interested in what they're going to do moving forward with them. Um, and the the people they have playing his kids, that's a weird casting. They don't even look like him. <laughs> Stop it. Yeah, honestly. I'm sorry. You're going, you're going the distance. You know who they should bring back, though? That Bernie guy. That character was great. Looks like Larry David. Love him. Um, <laughs> you're uh, unbelievable. <laughs> they can bring him back. Kids, we have some geek news and rumors to get to. Get the music. I hear it to those right now. Oh, do I have the music? Hold on, kids. Geek news and rumors. Um, so this one I actually found pretty funny. Uh, HBO GL will include new partner for Guy Gardner. Uh, this is one of those news pieces that I saw in my nerd group where similarly to what happened with the dude at the beginning, a lot of people were complaining about like, why are they writing politics, social justice warriors, you know, fem black female uh, Green Lantern? What is this? Okay, I just want to I just want to remind you guys. We were talking about a fictional police force in space, and you're mad because you, you can't fathom a black woman being part of a fit to say, man. <laughs> ah, God damn it. Can we, like, can I say something real quick, just to touch on, like, something real quick? The... The notion of SJW and social justice warrior, Dave, you can jump in and help and telling me that it's, 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 um, how do you say? Last time I checked, wanting to fight for social justice was a good thing. I don't like the negativity that comes with being a SJW. I wish the people could find a new term to make fun of the people who are fighting socially, but don't really know what they're fighting about because I'm an SJ all day. Like SJ warrior, I, I don't, I believe in social justice. I believe, like, if we're in a social community, mm -hmm. there should be justice. So I don't understand why being a social justice warrior is such a bad thing. And the hell with the people who made that seem like such a bad thing. I'm just not with it. I don't know. D Dave, where do you stand? If you stand? I don't really. I mean, for me, I, I'm more or less in agreement. Like, the, the whole concept of if you're in a, in, a, in a societal place, you have to have justice for all, right? Like, there's... That's just how it works. But Metallica said, "That's <laughs> <laughs> not what Metallica said." I agree. I agree. That's not what Metallica said. That's hilarious. <laughs> but no. But I mean, you, you know, it's just, it's just the concept of being able to have equal rights for people who might not be able to do things for themselves, right? That's the whole reason why you have that in place, right? Like, right. So, I don't. But yeah, back to that news there. If, um, yeah, back to the news. Well, one thing that I find interesting is that, I mean, it's, it's happening equally in the States as well as it is in the UK. I'm going to try and put both these together. But COVID is basically destroying the movie theater business, as we all know. It's been obviously apparent. But now, apparently, AMC has recorded losses up to $900 million, which is pretty steep. I bet a lot of that is rent. Yeah. Uh, for sure, a lot of that is rent. That's a lot um, of rent. That's a lot of rent. And then apparently also uh, the UK exhibitors uh, 
exhibitors. Uh, so you get exhibitors from Einstein's like uh, uh, like uh, more or less like similar to AMC. Right. It's called it's calling for uh, for the government to step in to step in because the English cinema is prepared to close. So um, with that being said, I mean. I'm surprised that there's not bigger plans in place for our governments to take care. I know that these are more frivolous expenses, I guess, for lack of, like this is entertainment, you know, it's who's to say where the money goes first, like whether it goes to health, obviously should healthy health should be first, but I find it weird that there can't be a pause on certain types of, like, I find it funny that people are worrying about like example, if we were to use the rent comment as an example, yeah, I find it funny that people are like, "Oh, well, you can't pay the rent, so now you're in losses or you're in a deficit." And you're not, instead of like pausing that rent, it's like, "What are you going to do? Kick AMC out of, let's say, a building or uh, UK exhibitors out of their building?" But then no one's going to come and rent that spot. Like, you know what I mean? Like, everyone has to stay home. So yeah. why aren't and I, I, this is just speculation on my side. I'm not saying I have insider facts or anything like that. But mm. like when it comes to AMC, it's very obvious. They get the movies. They're, you know they have the movies. So what is the thing causing them to have expenses or losses? It's obviously the rent. So why aren't we having why – why isn't there tactics to make sure that those companies like this don't have some type of like, well, we're going to freeze rent right now because whether or not you could bring this – like whether or not they could pay it or not, you're not going to have someone who's going to come and replace this spot. So I just find it, I find it weird that governments haven't stepped in with landlords because I'm not, I don't want, again, I don't want to get too political or anything like that, but like there has been a lot of complaints from landlords about like, you know, telling people, you know, saying, Oh, let them pay later, let them pay a lower price or something like that. For now, they push back a lot and they push back the concept of a few programs from the government because they're like, no, we want our money. But I'm like, but you don't have money now. There's no, your asset is no longer worthy of the price you have it on. Mm. I missed out. What are you talking about? We're talking. Uh, we were talking about the. So we 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 mixed the AMC having losses of nine hundred million mixed with the UK exhibitors uh, cinema about to prepare closing. They're asking money from governments. Oh yeah. And I'm just saying I'm I'm surprised that there's not some type of thing in place to say. Well, for now, your rent is on hold or something, or, or a significantly reduced rent because all this is cinemas. I mean, you're getting the the the, the films from the theaters, from the the production companies and whatnot. You're getting that from the people who made it. That's not where your expenses. Your main expense is the concept of rent. Yeah. And I just don't see. Like, I'm surprised that these companies are going out of business or whatnot. Not in the sense that they shouldn't be going out of business. I agree that maybe you should put them in like a special type of bankruptcy, which is like you're not actually bankrupt. You're just kind of like on a pause bankrupt because if you continue now, you would be bankrupt. But if instead it's more, your business is on a pause until it's over or whatever. I know that's. Yeah, no, I, I, think, I think one of the reasons that there's a whole bunch of people reacting the way they're reacting in this situation is for everyone to be treated equally, everyone would have to stop playing the game at the same time. And no one wants to do that. And I think that's the issue. Like for the theaters to be able to survive, Netflix and all those guys would have to like slow down their purchasing power on movies. And they're not going to do that because this is strike while the iron is hot. I get, I get, I get what you're saying. Oh, did we lose them again? 
unmute yourself, kid. <laughs> All right, so it's a Dave show now. All right, I got Skinny back at least. Um, um Ryan's still there. Uh, what? Do you hear him? Adam, and he's gonna come back out of freezing. <laughs> but um, yeah. what we got next? Oh my, well, yeah. my favorite show next. Oh, yeah, uh, both our favorite shows, Skinny. We get to talk about that next. Oh, wait, yeah, sorry. We got... No, it's okay. Actually, maybe, maybe you should talk about this because me and Skinny don't watch this show. Although the topic of the, the, this headline is stupid because now I realize how unjust the show has been to its writers. Um, so Stranger Things Season 4 apparently is going to be the, the better season or potentially to be the best season Okay, because – since the pandemic happened, all the writers got to actually write and got to actually reread and rewrite the stuff they didn't like because the other seasons, apparently they were writing episodes as they were filming still. Yeah, that's a pretty, I mean, it, it so, depends. If, you, if you're working on a show, like if you're working on a sitcom, sometimes they do do that. Like they're like, they write the script. They do a run through on one day of the week, they do a lot of the filming on another, like two days in the week, and then the episode is like produced. Uh, but that's usually for sitcoms. For something like Stranger Things, I, I find it weird that they were having that kind of situation because they shouldn't have needed such a quick turnover because Netflix can release shows whenever they want. Uh, Netflix is Netflix is the reason that there is almost no more pilot season. Like that's them. That you know, they they spearheaded that because why have a pilot season when you want everybody to watch your streaming service all the time so you just release new shows whenever you want to release a new show uh so that's why i find it weird like and sometimes they make weird decisions like you know you have the last season you guys decided that you're going to end sabrina and you're going to release the last part of the last season in december when halloween just came and I imagine you guys have done filming and the scripts are done. They filmed it. They're not filming now because the pandemic happened. So they're not on set. I guess the only thing they had to do was post-production. If I was them, I would have tried to ramp up post-production to hit Halloween. October, Sabrina, last season, big hit. Do it. I didn't realize that it was on its last season. How did that show fail so hard? I don't think the show failed as much as... I feel like they were just didn't know what to do with it anymore. Uh, they did a few things that they did in the, the original Sabrina with like, and they did it early. Like the fact that she has like the twin now, quote unquote, is I feel a little early to have done that. Cause in Sabrina, the teenage witch, the original series, or even if they reference that in the comic book, I feel like that's something that comes up later, not necessarily right at the beginning. So that's, I don't know. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Stranger Things is a good show. They've done a good job. If if those past seasons was them under the wire, maybe that's a good thing. I know it sucks for a writer to have to do it that way, but there's some reason that some people work better under pressure. And if they worked well under pressure and you take the pressure off and they start getting in their heads too much and rewriting scenes, we might not necessarily get like sometimes that raw first instinct that they had when they were writing it might have been the best version of that scene. And I don't know if that's, you know, I don't know how that's going to play out now. We'll see. If if season four turns out to be one of the weaker seasons, we'll know that these guys work better under pressure than they do when they have time to think. 
But if anything for that show, from what I heard, and, and please correct me if I'm wrong, because obviously I've not I've not watched any of it, right? The first season is the better season, and then season two and three are not as great. Yeah, season one <clears throat> is good because it's like it's so you're always going to have that sheen on your first season. Like that kind of like, whoa, this is so good. Like this is so much fun. And then season two, season two of a show like that where, because that's the thing, right? It's like Stranger Things, um, Winter Soldier, Falcon and Winter Soldier when it comes out. These are, these are we say shows, but they're extended movies, right? Like it's like a, it's like a long movie. Like so HB, like, like stuff like that those are long movies as opposed to procedural shows or no you know i agree I mean? on that but but i think my point was more that hypothetically speaking for the first season right they would have yeah. come up to them and said we wrote the whole season and let's make the move let's make it so they probably yeah. had more time to prep for the first season and if you're telling me the seasons two and three kind of lulled a bit and they were doing it the fast-paced way maybe season four will well i mean Let's just put it this way. If season four tanks, I agree with you. They, they're not good underneath pressure. If season yeah. four ends up being one of their better seasons, they should learn from this mistake and say, well, then let's oh, give the showrunners more time to write it because obviously doing two and three fast didn't work. I see what you're saying. I see what you're uh, they saying. Should, regardless of how this ends up being, assuming that they get a fifth season, they should learn from this is all I'm saying. I see what you're saying. That's how I okay. That's fair. I get that. As in season one was good because like like people say, you have your whole life to write your first album. Season one, they had their whole lives to make a good season one. And I, I get yeah. what you're saying. That it yeah. when it gets to season four, if they had the time, we'll see what time gives them. That's fair. Yeah. I, I'm down to see that. I'm, I'm not opposed to it. Uh, what else did we have on the docket? Oh, yeah. Uh, a whole bunch of shows are being canceled. Meh. Uh, these are shows that I don't think anyone cares about. Filthy Rich and Next both got canceled. The reason I think it's that we have these on the list is just Fox is back to its old tricks, man. Fox was used to be the king of cancellations. Like those guys would yeah. give a show less than a season and would be like, bong bong, you cost too much. Get, get out of here. And then that was it. And uh, I was a little worried that they were still doing stuff like that. Uh, and it looks like it. I mean, I've watched both of these shows. They're not great shows so i understand um is, ne is next like, next like the t the movie no next okay. is have you ever watched person of interest on cbs oh uh, maybe an episode or two yeah, yeah. Niggas don't uh, watch next, CBS. i know hey you guys know i watch everything uh next is a show in the same vein as the like person of interest where the idea is you live in a world where artificial intelligence exists. It's there. It runs things. If it's connected to the internet, it has the power to get you. It will get you. And you need to figure out how to survive in that world. So once it once it has a target on you, you can't do anything. You just got to figure out how to stop it before it kills you. Um, person of interest did that really well because they the like person of interest was essentially two AIs fighting each other. And one AI had a team of people and the other AI was being used by an organization to kind of just erase people. Uh, this show, the AI is now, um, the AI is lying. Like it's learned how to lie to humans and it's doing some shit and people are freaking out because they're just like, oh, this thing is actually sentient and like it's lying to <laughs> Like at one point they asked them, <laughs> dude, at one point they go up to the machine 
And they're just like, they let's say the machine's name is Hal, like throwback <laughs> to uh, Space Odyssey. They ask the machine, they're just like, hey, um, what do you like? What would you do? And the machine's just like, I'm just hoping to get on the internet so I can better serve you. And they're just like, oh, okay. And then someone <laughs> finds out that it's been connected to the internet the whole time. <laughs> yeah. I'd love to be the black guy in that show. Oh I want to I fucking, oh man, you remember Diggs oh. and Dexter? You remember how he used to yeah. fucking always be on Dexter's ass? Boy, would I be on that AI's ass. Oh my God. I'd be like, yeah. you're lying. <laughs> you know? It was crazy. Him. And I think my favorite, like, there's one scene where, you know, the, those like dogs in Boston Dynamics created, the like robotic dogs. Uh, th that everyone's always posting videos of they have those dogs they have four of them as security in a building and at one point the dogs try to like kill someone and she has to sh shoot her way through and when she shoots the first dog the others realize they don't have the advantage and they back away but then they go into another room they lock the room there's a guy in a wheelchair they go and they pull like it's a guy who, who's like Stephen Hawkins, right? Like he's full on wheelchair bound. Uh, he, he like has respiratory system and everything. The robot goes in and pulls his respirator out of his throat and kills him. Like, <laughs> dude, this show is so weird, but it got canceled. So that's there you go. That's it. It's done. <laughs> that sounded like all my worst fears come true. Yeah, maybe that's one of the reasons they canceled it. Also, it has essentially uh, its own version of Alexa, and the Alexa uh, tries to convince a son, there's the son to take a gun to school and to kill people. Like, dude, it's crazy. Like, yeah, <laughs> yo, yeah, 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 it's crazy. It's crazy. <laughs> oh man, I'm not sleeping tonight. No, I'm sure. Um, <laughs> you're not. Dude, the other day I programmed, I got smart bulbs now, right? So like I have a bulb above me now that I can like change colors and whatnot. And the other day I turned it off and I went downstairs and in the middle of the night I had to hit the washroom and I look and the light upstairs is on and I realized it just turned on and I was just like, oh, God damn it. Alexa's out here. Turn the lights on by herself. And I was just like, this ain't good. <laughs> Hold on. Wait, 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 nigga. You got your lights controlled by Alexa? Yeah. So wait, you've been in the conversation about Terminator with me numerous times, and you go yeah. go get lights. lights controlled by Alexa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, I, I can okay. control. I can control it by the app too. But yeah, yeah, she controls my lights, man. Yeah. Uh, guys, look. Did guys, I robot teach you anything? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, this isn't really Brian. The reason there's been tons of problems with the internet is because this is actually Alexa who has been creating an image of Brian. And you guys have been doing the show with this image the whole time. <laughs> could, could, time couldn't, you tell? <laughs> couldn't you tell? Wherever, whichever direction you are, that's hilarious. Time, time to go. Um, <laughs> oh, God, that was great. Yeah, that was that was marvelous. You need to lay it again. <laughs> Alexa did it again. Nikki, yeah. Dave, sign us off this show before we go. Kitty's like freaking out. Oh my God. Um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, last little bit of news Little Yachty's public figure series moves from Quibi to HBO Max. The reason I thought this was super interesting and important is because when Quibi got 
shut down. We didn't expect many shows to survive. Um, <laughs> I was about to say, how, how long, for a thing that's dead, how much longer can we actually talk about something that's dead? Uh, <laughs> Shout out to, to Lee J. Don't encourage. <laughs> I'm not gonna say. It. I'm not gonna say. It. But shout out to him. if you guys are watching. If you guys are watching, you 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 got to see. If you guys are listening, you'll have to you know wa- uh, listen to the. You have to watch the episode on YouTube after this. But mm-hmm. you know, shout out to Lee J. I was bringing up some hilarious content. Um, yeah, I, I thought it was super interesting because I don't know if you guys heard about Th- Trill League. By, Yo, League. Yeah. What? Yeah. So, League is a comic book. I actually have the the first comic book I bought. I I subscribed to the Kickstarter or whatever and got the first like big. Uh, it's like a, some crazy amount. And you, you book? yeah, I didn't yeah, get that. and it's yeah. great. Like you get all the character descriptions, the breakdown, and then the actual comic stories throughout. And it's yeah. so funny. Um. So, Trill League was this is this comic book that someone uh, uh what's his name? Anthony Piper. Yes, I want to say yeah. yeah. I, think, I think Anthony Piper uh, was working on, uh, and it's like a, it's it's a mock uh, like a parody of the Justice League, and a parody of um, anime because he loves anime as well. And he wrote this, and Fifty Cent was going to produce a Quibi series of Trill League, and then Quibi got shut down. So at first, I was actually super disappointed because I was just like, well, there goes that dream. Trill League, you know, people were super excited for it. I'm super excited for it. I was looking forward to it. Uh, mm. And then I hear Little Yachty's public figures is moving from Quibi to HBO Max. And that gave me hope that maybe some of these other shows will get a chance. Um, so that's fingers crossed. I mean, just because the show is canceled that Quibi doesn't mean it's dead in the water. And, you know, maybe we'll see Trill League and some of the other projects. I don't know what the other projects were. I didn't pay attention. But maybe we'll see some other stuff get a chance. And that's that. I'm excited for that. Oh, yeah. Nope. Guys, I think that's the whole show. Uh, I had tons of issues this whole episode uh, because I'm actually Alexa and this is not Brian. And you guys are probably really freaked out. And the fact that I'm able to create such an amazing looking version of Brian and no one noticed is probably just a compliment to my skills. Yeah, I'm um, waiting for his face to like distort and just like an evil smile to pop up. And then, <laughs> oh, like one of those, like don't come at me with that Freddy Cougar shit. I will fuck you up, boy. <laughs> <Don't do it. laughs> so come over there and uh, listen. You know what would be the best way to glitch if if like I glitched and then I had glasses on and I glitched and the glasses are gone and you didn't see me move my hands? That would be the best glitch because then you'd be like, oh, there are different iterations of the uh, Brian. Part. Y- y'all motherfuckers remember Hexadecimal from Reboot? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's what I see you doing. Just one of those mask things. You just be like, yeah, no, I don't need that. Oh, I have my mask over there. I should have oh, kept it. Do not. <laughs> I do not need um, that but yeah, guys, that's the end of the show. We had a, a fun one. I don't even know how long we were on for because all my clocks were wrong. Uh, it seems like this laptop forgot to connect to the internet when the time changed. So the, all the clocks on everything are wrong. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much it. Uh, hopefully we've done enough time for you guys. I think we've done an hour and a bit. Yeah, yeah we've been um, an hour and 38 minutes. Oh, perfect. Okay, there you go. I thought we were short. At first, um, I'm sorry about my connectivity issues. And once again, we won't be here next week, guys. We do apologize, but hopefully, we'll have something for you. Like we said, we're gonna try and work on that. Shout out to everybody from uh, the free agents uh, media. 
Uh, we're going to be doing some stuff. We're going to be announcing some stuff soon. Uh, you guys can actually go to freexagents.com and it will take you to franklinarmstrong.com. Uh, we're going to be setting some stuff up. Guys, we're renaming ourselves. Uh, there we, I said it. I, you know, we've been like pussyfooting around it for so long. I was tired of it. Free agents all day. Free agents media. Uh, you guys can check it out. We got tons of shows. We're doing dope shit. And that's just what it is. Mm. That's like, what is that? That's the, the Chappelle joke about Kanye. He, the, uh, uh, my life is cool. I do dope shit. Like no, that's, my life is dope because I, I do dope things. Yeah. that's. that's I, think, yeah. I think how Brian said is how he says it on the show. Oh, excuse me. Okay. <laughs> I'm just saying, I think that's how he says it. It's not a Ooh, dig at you. That was great. Dave's just like, nah, you don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> End the show here. All right. <laughs> Another episode of white people telling me what to do. <laughs> oh my God. That was great. <laughs> great. Oh my God. Uh, that's it. That's all. Wait, let's see if this works. Oh, yeah, that does work. Y'all sign that petition. Y'all follow me in Action Figgy Skitty on IG. Watch my What's in the Boxes. See me spend money on toys. See me do a bunch of crazy things with photos of Power Rangers. See me make fun of people who don't believe in the dreams and things that I talk about, but at the same time, I support them all the time. Listen to Buster Rhymes. Listen to Eminem if you really need to. Billy Talent is, is naive. Brian is Alexa. We out in the, we 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 in we in here we you know free agents baby what peace.